Okay. Uh, hello. Welcome. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, I don't know really where to begin. Oh, shit. Hold on. Give me a sec here. Uh, I don't know exactly where to begin, boys, whoever's in here. Um, for everyone here right now, feel free to comment in the chat. Uh, I'll be reading out everything you guys have to say. But just for the beginning here, I will probably go on a little bit of a rant. So let's begin. So right off the bat here, let's uh, we'll get into the starting formation. Uh, oh my word! It's just it's a lot to take in right now, knowing that the the game just finished and there's absolutely massive amounts of emotion going into this. But uh, I will do my best to you know, try to be articulate and explain this the best way I can. So <clears throat> Roma lose four to one right off the bat here against Genoa, a game where we absolutely had to win. Like there's really no way around this. This was the game we had to win very similar to last match versus Torino. And we see Roma come out and you know, it just looks like they're a, a team that's dead tired. And, and it seems to be the same case every single match. And uh, it's just, it's so aggravating, guys. Like, uh, every game we watch, we have the hope that uh, Roma can get out there and perform. But it's the same old crap. You know, Pellegrini comes in. He gets subbed out in the 78th minute. As a captain, he needs to do way better. Lukaku looked off today. Dybala came on later in the match. Patricio, um, I don't know what to say about Rui Patricio, but honestly, this game, you can't blame him 100%. But uh, Roma did have 71% possession. Not that that matters at all. We'll just get to the facts here. You know, a lot of guys are calling for Jose Mourinho's head. And uh, what, what, what do I have to say about this? Um, <laughs> I just simply do not think that Jose Mourinho is creating a style of play in which we can win matches. Now, in the beginning, there was hope. We were playing well. Everybody was, you know, excited. He's really a manager of the players, and he knows how to build that bond with the players, the fans, etc. When it comes to how Jose Mourinho fields his team, when it comes to how his team plays, the, the system, the way they attack, the, the fluidity of it all, it, it's lacking, it's not there. So every match, we're watching Roma play. And I think I put out a poll the other day, and it was very simple. Do you enjoy watching Roma play? And pretty much, I think it was 70% uh, or so came back negative. So clearly the entire fan base does not enjoy the way we play. And, you know, if, if you're a fan from another team watching Roma play, you're, you're not going to enjoy it either. Let's be quite honest here. Um, and the, I guess the question we can ask ourselves is, why is that the case? Why do none of us enjoy the way Roma plays? And... I hate to say it, but it obviously has to do with Jose Mourinho. Now, is he going to be... Am I Jose Mourinho out? Um, I'm leaning towards this way, but at the same time, who the hell are we going to hire right now that's going to get us out of this? I mean, 
Do the Freakins even have the balls to fire this guy? What's the contract? How much do we have to pay if it happens? On and on and on we go, right? So obviously there's Antonio Conte. Obviously there is options out there. But at this time, like something needs to change. Something's got to give here because I tweeted this out uh, earlier, I think during the match. Roma in the last, uh, I believe it was 18 games, are 4-7-7. Seven, and seven. So if you go back to last season, we have a record of 4-7-7. Seven, and seven. How can we even consider ourselves a top team with a record of 4-7-7? Seven, and seven? Like, <laughs> I feel like we just kid ourselves. You know, we have Dybala, we have Lukaku, we have all these players here. But is it showing? And it, it comes down to a point where is the coach getting the most out of the players he has at his disposal? And the answer is obviously no. Um, Jose Mourinho has brought us to two finals, back-to-back in European football. Fantastic. You know, I'm not going to get on him on that. You know, he brought us to our first European championship in God knows how long. Brought us to the finals of Europa League last season, where we almost clinched Champions League. But <clears throat> at the same time, European football is much different than Syria. okay? If you ask me what I would prefer, going far in Europe or coming top four in Syria, my answer is always top four in Syria. I understand many of you may disagree with this, but personally, I want Syria. I want that consistency. I want to see Roma at the top spots in Syria. That's what brings me happiness. Being able to go to my, you know, uh, Inter friends, Milan friends, Juventini friends and saying, Roma's top four. Like, feel it to go fuck yourself. You know, like, I don't care about European football too much. If we're not in the Champions League, big whoop in my eyes, okay? So last season, there was the whole conversation about, you know, Roma, they, they have to win Europa League. It's the only way to get into Champions League. You know, we have so many injuries. All we can do is focus on Europa League. And that's the mentality where all of this started. So if we look at it from that perspective, it, it's understandable that we had so many injuries and we weren't focusing on City anymore because there was a chance for Roma to get into the top four last season, but we lost, we tied, we tied, we lost. And then all of a sudden, it just dissipated into nothing so i understand people's argument when i bring up the last 18 matches how we're four seven and seven going from last season into this season and they're gonna be like oh you know we had so many injuries you weren't even trying in city blah 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 but at the same time if you're a top team in city in italian football and you're four seven and seven in your last 18 matches there has to be a problem we can't just close our eyes and and assume Everything is perfect. Everything is lovely. Because Jose Mourinho won 25 trophies in 2010. Like, guys, something's got to give here. You know, it starts from Jose Mourinho. It starts from our captain, Lorenzo Pellegrini, who has done nothing in two seasons. I'm a huge Lorenzo Pellegrini supporter. I want him to do well more than anything in this entire world. But he simply is not there. He doesn't have it anymore. And I'm I'm just wondering why this is the case. Like, he had the entire summer to get over his injuries, Pellegrini. He comes back into the new season. He gets injured again, has time to heal, and he has a match where he has to come out and prove himself, and he's still not quite there. Dybala had a, a pretty rough game today. Lukaku wasn't exactly you know, in form like we've seen so far this season, but he does work his ass off. Belotti comes in. He does his best, but hey, what are you going to do? There's really... There's really nowhere to go right now. Like 
We have a bunch of guys who are injury prone. Renato Sanchez is pretty much the key to our formation in order for this to work. He's that nine goal line. He's the guy who's going to carry the ball up the field. The all around player who's good in the final third, able to link up. He's injured. He's probably going to be injured the rest of the year. There's, there's really no way, nowhere to look right now, guys. And, uh, I'm trying to stay upbeat and happy over this, but um, I'm scared my emotions are going to come out. I know a lot of you guys in the chat are saying, say Mourinho out, and uh, <sighs> I'm definitely leaning towards that. I'm going to be quite honest with you guys. I'm not here to you know, support any movement or anybody in particular. I have to be honest, and that's really how I grew this entire following from the beginning. You know, I spoke my mind and I didn't care who didn't like it or, or whatever. Right. So I think I'm going to keep doing that. I, I think Jose Mourinho is at the stage where we have to make a serious decision. Is he going to go or is he going to stay and actually make changes that are going to benefit the team? If we're going to go three at the back with the same bullshit, it's not going to work. Something has to change. We come out every match and we get scored on early because all we do is sit back and welcome the team to come to us. It doesn't matter what team you're playing. If they're shit, they're going to gain confidence with their possession, and then they're going to attack us and continuously build their confidence because they have the ability to attack us as we sit back. At some point, as a big club, you have to attack your opponent. You have to keep possession, you have to take on your man, and you have to continuously try to force your way into their net. And that's not what we're seeing for Roma. That's not what we've seen for Roma for a long, long time. We currently have Lukaku and Dybala up top. This is a, a striker duo that Inter Milan has dreamed of in the past. And somehow, some way, they cannot score goals against Genoa. Now, I get Genoa has been playing fantastic this season. I understand Torino's a good team when you're there at home. But guys... If you're, if you're going to compare a Roma to a Torino and a Genoa, and we're going to pretend that we shouldn't be winning these games because we're away from home, how far have we fallen as Roma fans to believe this? Like At the same time, I, I understand the argument, but if you're a big team, if you're going to make Champions League and top four, hell, even Europa League at this point looks like a stretch, you need to go into these matches and find a way to win. There's no excuses. All we do is make excuses. Jose Mourinho, after ma last match, says, in December, we're not going to be in the same spot. Now, I tweeted the schedule from Inter Milan on October 29th into January. This is probably the hardest schedule you will ever see out of any Serie A team that Roma are, up, are coming up to right now. If we couldn't get points against Salernitana and Torino and Hellas Verona and Genoa, what makes this guy think that we're going to get points against the best teams in the league. It, it just does not make any sense. So from here, what can we possibly do? You know, it's either you fire the coach, which is a huge statement. I really don't think the Friedkins have the balls to do this. And again, there's not really any replacement who's going to step in right now. And on the other hand, you have stick with Jose Mourinho, see what he can do. Is he going to make adjustments? Is he going to try to find a way to win? That remains to be seen. But those are your two options. So, I don't know. In the chat, you guys let me know who, what coach you feel can step in right now that can really help Roma get back on their feet here. And then on the other hand, for those that want Mourinho to stay, put in the chat exactly how Mourinho must react in order for us to progress and actually start winning matches and build the confidence to move forward into our Europa League spot. 
hell, I'm scared to say Champions League spot because these are two matches you absolutely have to win, guys. Like, there's really no way around it at this point. We are <laughs> blowing matches against Torino and freaking Genoa. I just want to pull up the tweet I did here so I can explain to you guys the the seriousness of what we're in right now. So, again, in December, Jose Mourinho said we'll be higher in the table. So I'm just taking a look at it now. In October 29th, we play Inter. Then we play Lecce. Then we play Lazio. Then we play Sassolo. Then we play Fiorentina, Bologna. And then here's my personal favorite. Napoli, Juventus, Atalanta, and Milan. And that's just between basically beginning of November all the way to January 14th. So when I hear Jose Mourinho say we're going to be better in December, in what way? Wait, has he looked at the schedule? Has he seen the way we play? Like, if I had a child right now and I wanted him to watch football and enjoy the game, like, the, probably the last thing I would do is show him the way Roma plays. Like, there's no belief. There's no magic. It's just, like, miserable athletes on a field collecting their paycheck just going through the motions. There's no flair. There's no excitement. It, it looks like none of the players on our team like, like get turned on by playing. You, you know, you watch guys on other teams. You know, they beat a guy. It's like they're excited. They they're, have tons of passion. You can see their heart pumping out of their chest how much they love this game. And I watch Roma play, and I see absolutely none of it. There's a niente. Nothing. And... um it's it's becoming so hard to watch Roma play. Like I I really don't even know what to do anymore. <sighs> like it, it, I can go over the match and go step by step of what exactly happened, but what's even the point, guys? We lost four one to Genoa. At, at this point, the only thing we can discuss is how do we move forward, right? So, Patricio. At this point, what's the point of playing the guy? When it comes to defense, we have Smalling, who's injured again. Um, he's had injuries since he's been here. We signed him to a nice contract, and uh, he's probably had the worst season this season since he's been with Roma. You have Indica Mancini. You got no words against those guys. Lorente is injured, so who knows when he's coming back. We have Christensen, who Mourinho is convinced needs to play. Karsdorp is about fucking two times the player Christensen is. I don't care how many you know, crappy assist Christensen gets. Karsdorp is obviously a better player. Every time he gets the ball, he's trying to attack. He's cutting in. He's looking for the give and go to break into the 18. Christensen doesn't even have a mind to do that. And we never see a Karsdorp play. On the other side, we have Spinazzola. You know, he had put in a great cross today. At the end of the day, he's our best option there. You have Zalewski on the bench who is not even playing this season. I'm not sure why. Moving into the midfield, Renato Sanchez, like I said, is a great player. He's in a completer roster, but at the same t- time, he's a cherry on top of the cake, guys. Like, he's never going to play no matter what happens here. Um, <laughs> at the very most, you can pray that Renato Sanchez helps his team, but is he? Is he going to be healthy? Every time he comes on, he it's, he's injured by walking straight. You know, the ref touches him and he, he looks at him like, buddy, I'm hanging on by a thread. And then you have Cristante, who's playing fantastic. He started the season a little slow, but Cristante has honestly been a fantastic player. He's probably been our most consistent, best player this season. But Edez, I have no words against the guy. He does his best. Bove came on, and at least you, 
at least when you watch Bova, he fights, he battles, he puts his heart on his sleeve, and he continues to like show why he's such an important player and how much he truly wants to win. He's not going to be the most skilled player, but hey, at least he tries his hardest and shows his passion for this club. Dybala, Lukaku, obviously they're untouchable. I think Dybala has to, you know, go in hard more often, really dig deep and, you know, forget about the injuries and give everything he has because, you know, as good as Dybala is, I know he can give more. I, I know it, I've seen it, and it's just a matter of him putting it out there for everybody to see. Lukaku, we're not going to touch. At this point, Balotti has shown enough in the last games in order to play. Balotti started the season well, and I said to everybody, I feel sorry for this guy because Lukaku's going to come in and then he's going to lose all of his confidence again, Balotti. You know, Balotti has been playing well this season. There's no way around it. So if you have to go two strikers, if you want to go to the formation I've been praying for, the 4 2 2 2 2 you start with a four at the back. You play whoever the fuck you want at this point. I don't even care. You go Cristante Paredes. You put Pellegrini. I, I, as I say Pellegrini, it, it seems so simple. But now I'm second-guessing myself. Oh, I don't know who you put anymore, to be honest. But you know Lukaku and Bolotti can be up top together. You put in Dybala, of course. And then maybe a 4-3-1-2. You, you have to find a way. If we're going to continue to play three at the back and allow the other team to come attack us and gain possession and build that confidence with every attack, we're going to lose games. It doesn't matter how bad the other team is. If you give them possession, you start instilling that possibility that they're going to have a belief to beat us. They're going to beat us. And that's what is our biggest issue when we play smaller teams. If you watch other teams around the world and like serious big clubs, they don't give the lesser team the confidence, you know? They're on them right away. They don't allow them to build. They don't allow them to pass and move and create out there. They stomp them early and they they destroy their mentality. That's how you take advantage of the lesser teams. The lesser teams know anytime they come into a big match versus a big club, they have no chance. And the only way they believe they have a chance is in the game when they slowly start to believe in themselves. And you have to crush that belief. That's how you continuously beat these smaller teams. And we don't do that at all, guys. So I don't know what to tell you. Like I, I'm ready to I'm ready to punch something. Like it's so hard to kind of commentate after the fact when the game's over, like right after. But I feel everybody, all you guys wanted to, you know, go crazy and kind of experience this disaster together. So as I've said, I'm gonna read the comments very soon. So keep commenting. What did you guys think of the match? You know, how does Roma progress? Do you get rid of Mourinho now? I can't even believe I'm saying get rid of Jose Mourinho, which I'm not entirely saying right now, but I understand those who really want to get rid of the guy. There's nothing. The, the beautiful football that we've craved for so long is just absolutely non-existent. You can't watch Roma right now and, and be satisfied. You can't watch them and be like, wow, this is an excellent game of football. You compl- You just can't do that. <laughs> there's no consistency. There's no fluidity. There's... There's no ideas. I, like When there's no ideas, when the players are looking at each other saying, oh, I don't know, do I go here? Do I go there? Why don't you do – it has to be blamed on the coach at some point, guys. Like They're in training every single day. Every day these guys are in training. You're telling me they can't build that chemistry, build off each other? Look at the way Genoa plays. They rip in a pass. The guy touches it one touch. The guy brings it down and volleys it top corner. Like <laughs> – we score goals out of nowhere. Like um, Spinazzola has to cross it, and Cristante comes from the back and heads it in. It was a great play, but 
that's just, that goes to show the 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 passion and the hunger Cristante has to break into that box and and demand the header. And he's a player that is trying to take the team on his back. I don't know if he has the skill level to do this, but he, week in week out, Cristante is putting his heart and soul into this team, and it's easy to see. And it's basically honestly, it's fantastic for him because at the end of the day, he's a guy who's been criticized on and on for years, Cristante. And at this point, he's probably like I said, one of the best players this season, most consistent, right? So a lot of, now we have guys in the, here, Sola's in the chat and she, he's saying Mourinho isn't the problem. That's an agenda that people want to sell. He's the best chance to have a solid foundation built, give time with the new additions and injury prone players. So Josie isn't the problem. It's an agenda. Give him time. How much time do you need, Sola? Like, seriously, how much time, man? <laughs> it's been, this is the third season. Everybody knows when it comes to Jose Mourinho, it tends to be the third season where the results start to dip. And we are clearly seeing results dipping here. I don't know if you were in this before, but again, let me remind you guys. In the last 18 matches, we are 4-7-7. Four, 4-7-7. Seven, and seven. Four, seven, and seven. What kind of Champions League team, what kind of team that wants to win things is 4-7-7 seven, and seven in their last matches? It, it just it doesn't happen. So something has to change here. Personally, if you want me to be honest, and of course I'm going to be honest, I miss Roma attacking. I miss La Magica. I miss the beauty of it all. Little giving goals, tic-tac-toe, you know, break into the 18, create something beautiful, score amazing goals, attack all game, excite the fan base, you know, edge of your seat stuff. That's what excites me. That's why I love this sport. And that's not what I'm seeing from Roma. And, you know, when we're getting results, I'm able to swallow it a bit. When we make the finals of Europa League, I can swallow it. When we make the, when we win the Conference League, the Mickey Mouse Trophy, you know, in the moment, it was fantastic. Everyone was celebrating. We're European champions. Everyone's laughing at us, but we're having a good time. It was fun, right? But right now, when we go to the Europa League finals last season, uh, all, all of a sudden, conferencing means absolutely nothing. Like, that was fun. We had a good time. But now it means absolutely nothing because we were able to go to the finals of Europa League, which is fantastic. Okay? It's great. And if that's our way into Champions League, then obviously I want it to happen. But at the same time, if you watch Roma at the end of that season, from halfway on, we played like shit. The only reason we went far in Europa League is because we battled and we freaking gnawed our basically nails into the other team and we busted our ass to fight for those wins. Like we literally put everything on the line. And even so, the football wasn't beautiful when we were winning our Europa League games. We had to basically fight to the end and just scrape away these teams and get victories. And we seriously have no speed on this team. I think that's another big discussion. You get rid of Nicolo Zaniolo. I don't know what happened with Mourinho and Zaniolo and everything. But even though Zaniolo is a bit of a bonehead and he he has no you know, class and just doesn't really think the game well, he's kind of selfish. He is a player who has speed. He is a player who has strength. That guy is able to get the ball and carry it all the way up the pitch, opening up space for a Dybala, a Lukaku. Because when you do that, you draw players into you, right? So if we have a guy with speed who may, may maybe not even a great player, right? If he just has speed, he's able to get that ball all the way up the pitch and it automatically opens up space for everybody. On counterattacks, where we don't have to go tic-tac-toe, you just boot it to the guy, let him run. And, you know, when you have that ability, that option to send the ball long to a fast player, 
it opens up so many things for you. If you think about the Salas, the Jorvinos, the Genzig Unders, you, you really can go on and on. Like They don't have to be fantastic players. They don't have to be match winners. But when you have fast players that are able to insert into the starting lineup, it helps you in so many different ways that I'm not sure many of people see, right? So at this point, we don't have any fast players. Our fastest player is El Shirawe, who was maybe fast like three years ago. Dybala is not fast. I think Lukaku has speed, but it's not his role. He, ha- he has to be in the center, like bringing the ball down, laying it off to our players. So it's, it's hard. Like Zalewski is a guy who can run, but is it going to work out? Who knows? Let's read some comments because I'm a little done here with going crazy. Lupo, just say it. Mourinho out. Don't be scared of his fans. <laughs> Guys, if we could find another coach right now, please tell me his name. And I will consider Mourinho out. Until then, I'm not sure which way we go. Daniela De Rossi is waiting for us. Maybe that's a guy. Ranieri's taken. Antonio Conte, okay, but he's not going to take a, a job right now. De Zerbi is my dream, but he's not leaving Brighton. And I'm pretty sure his bio clause is like 13 million euros. So please tell me. Okay, here we go. Another comment. Offman. Even as Mourinho fan, this was 400% his fault and he should get sacked. I love honest Mourinho fan. Like, guys, at the end of the day, I like Jose Mourinho. He's a coach who talks back, tells everybody what he wants to say. He doesn't give a fuck about anybody. I love that mentality. I think he instilled his fight to the end mentality in our players. It's just a matter of tactically. We don't have any ideas on the pitch. We're not able to attack. There's no creativity. And at some point, it comes to the training sessions and exactly how a coach is instilling his game into the players on how to attack, how to open up space, how to do everything in your offense and basically in your defense too. Because, you know, if you press at the right times, you're able to counterattack more effectively. Now, many people are going to say it's not Jose Mourinho doesn't have the players. He wasn't able to by the correct players. Roma never had money. But at the same time, why is a guy like Tiago Mota doing well? Why, why is Gilardino doing well with Genoa? That's Something's got to give, guys. Like, I know Roma doesn't have the players we should have in order for me to be saying these things. But at the same time, in what world were Roma ever going to get Jose Mourinho, Paulo Dybala, Romelu Lukaku? Like, these are players who are world-class you know, and obviously Mourinho plays a big part in getting these players. I'm not even sure Roma gets these guys without Jose Mourinho. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, you have to be able to blame the coach for the players not performing. You can't just say, oh, there's no players. All the players suck. Di Francesco got this team. He's not even a good coach. He brought us to a, a Champions League semifinals. Albeit, maybe we had better players back then. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that too far right now. Anyways, Joseph Cicero. Two wins in the last 14 Serie A games, I believe. So two wins in the last 14 Serie A matches. If you guys don't think that's an issue, we got problems. And before I continue, whoever's in here right now, please give a thumbs up so we get more Romanisti in here because apparently it helps the algorithm and I want to get as many people as we can. So hit that like button. Continuing on. Bro, let's be real, Dex says. Which manager can make anything out of these free transfer players that no one will buy? Let's be real. Conte will never work with a club who cannot even spend $50 million in a single transfer market. Okay, see, that's exactly what I'm saying. So 
at this same time, f- financial fair play, we can't do crap right now. We can't sign anybody for a big, you know, big value. So we're stuck with these players who are just free transfers, right? But I will say, Indica is a solid player. I think he deserves to play more, and I like what I see from his game so far. Lorente is a good player. You know, these are guys that are basically the, the, the solidity to our defense. Uwar, he's a guy who probably is still injured, so Mourinho doesn't trust him right now, which is understandable. I'm not going to get too hard on Uwar. But again, another another injury-prone player. So, like, what are you going to do at the end of the day? Like, it's I understand what you're saying, Deck, right? But at the same time, how can you not say that Jose Mourinho needs to make the players play better? As I mentioned, there are coaches around Serie A who are making their players play good. Lecce, Torino. Bologna, Genoa, like these are guys who are able to take the players that are not the best in the world and make them play well. Look at Dezerbi with Brighton, okay? I don't even think I can name a player on Brighton. These guys are killing it. He plays beautiful football. Everyone around the world is taking notice. Some fans are even out there saying, I hope Dezerbi signs for Real Madrid next season. Like in what world do we see this? I remember when I wanted Dezerbi before Mourinho came and everyone was like, oh no, he's not ready. Like... At some point, you have to take all the factors into consideration. But, okay, Pankaj, why Pellegrini starts? Can you give me one reason? I'll give you one reason right now. Loyalty. Jose Mourinho loves loyalty. He takes it very seriously. And a guy like Lorenzo Pellegrini is the captain of this team. He's been with Jose Mourinho since square run. They've had phone calls on pretty much every single night. So at the same time, you have to realize Jose Mourinho considers loyalty one of the most important things and he is loyal to Lorenzo Pellegrini he's loyal to Chris Smalling he's loyal to Brian Cristante and he's loyal to Mancini same goes for Rudy Patricio and I'm sure some other players so anytime Lorenzo Pellegrini is ready to play he's going to play at the same time I personally would have started Pellegrini tonight because we saw how bad El Shirawe was last game okay so that's not exactly the perfect solution and um, it is what it is. But at the same time, like I said, I'm playing Lorenzo Pellegrini. You cannot play El Shirawi again. He did absolutely nothing. But then again, in this match, Pellegrini did absolutely nothing. So the only other option at this point is Belotti, Lukaku, Dybala behind them. Four at the back, three center midfielders. If you want to put Pellegrini with, uh, with Paredes and Cristante, then so be it. But there was even a lot of people commenting on the fact that Cristante just scored a goal and he was moved directly to center back. Why do we stay three at the back when there's an injury when we can just go four at the back, right? So that's another thing we could talk about. Why is Cristante scoring a goal, breaking into the box, showing the effort, then immediately we stick with a three back line instead of moving to a four at the back and continuing to attack when the game is now 1-1? I don't know. I'm not the coach, but at the same time, there's things we have to consider here. Um, let's see. Next, Joseph. Modi, he's just talking to Deck. He gets outplayed. So he says Mourinho gets outplayed by every manager. You know, that's what we're seeing too. I think Mourinho's been outcoached a bunch of times this season. So no manager can take Roma to two finals with a seven million transfer market. We shouldn't be deluded. Again, Jose Mourinho is the king of Euro- European football. At the same time, you know. I fully understand why. Um, just give me a sec here. I understand why 
Jose Mourinho is so focused on European football, okay? He, you know, he wants to win trophies. He's so good at getting that W. All the guy cares about is getting a win. But at the same time, when you look at a full season, it doesn't correlate the same way it correlates to European football. If you ask me, what coach do you want in a knockout game in the Euro- in a European tournament? I'm choosing Jose Mourinho. If you ask me what coach I want in Serie A, I'm not picking Mourinho because, honestly, I don't think he cares enough about Serie A. He wants to win trophies. He wants to win tournaments. That's the guy he is. Now, I understand people are going to come out and say, oh, yeah, but, like, he's won so much in the past. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Mourinho is one of the best coaches in the history of the sport. But at the same time, has he updated his tactics? Does he play in a way that suits 2023 football? That's something we need to ask ourselves. And another thing is, why isn't his football enjoyable? Why does why don't the players look like they're enjoying it? Why don't the players look like they're having fun, enjoying the enjoying the beautiful game that we all love so much, right? Another thing we got to consider. So, Offman, work with young talents. Legit, the players are just dead. That's another thing. We have Mr. Pagano on the bench. Probably one of our most youthful, skillful, fast players who are able to attack. Where is he? Why have we never seen him play? Why are we depending on Pellegrini? Why are we depending on these players who are slow and outdated at this point? I understand Pellegrini is your captain. I understand in the past he's proved himself. But at this point in time, what has Pellegrini done in the last two seasons in order to warrant a starting role on this team? I personally would say absolutely nothing. But again, he's the captain. We have no choice. We have to play it as it is. Because we don't know what's going on in training. We don't know how Pellegrini is in the dressing room. On and on and on we can go. Um, Go coach in Saudi. Conte, are you serious? Are you arguing about Conte? Today we played the second half with only one true center back and with no goalkeeper. It's not all on Jose. Again, I understand, but we were scored on early in the match. And, you know, Cristante is able to play center back. And is a center back. So at the same time, you know, if you're good enough, if you're playing good enough, you're still going to win the match. You're still going to battle. I don't, I don't believe that's a big excuse. Roma needs Renato Sanchez, says Rita Caldera. Yeah. 100%. Renato Sanchez is the missing piece to this team. The only time we had a full roster without Pellegrini, mind you, or Smalling was against Empoli, and we kicked the shit out of them because we had Renato Sanchez in that hole, able to get the ball, carry it up the field, link up with Dybala, Lukaku, and it was beautiful. He also has the ability to run back, defend, win the ball, body guys, carry it up the pitch, and do it all over again. That's exactly what we need. At this point, maybe we even sign a Rajan Angolan because we're in a terrible, terrible situation. Um, you know, the fact that even some Mourinho fans are agreeing that maybe it's time to move on, it goes to show that maybe that is the case. I, I like Mourinho. I think what we built, what we built over these last three years has been beautiful. You know, to be able to be coached by a man who has that many trophies, that much class, that be- big of a career, that big of a name has been fantastic. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. But at some point, it has to stop being, we can't fire Jose Mourinho because he's Jose Mourinho. We can't argue about Jose Mourinho. We can't you know, criticize Jose Mourinho because he's Jose Mourinho. Something has to give and... I'll tell you guys right now, if Roma has any other coach other than Jose Mourinho, 
every single fan is going to be calling for his dismissal. The only reason we're all so quiet and silent is because it is Jose Mourinho and we know how big he is and what he's done in the past. And we're all kind of scared to move ourselves, our thought process into that next level that says maybe we should get rid of this guy, which is completely understandable. Like I understand I'm with you guys there, but again, any other coach, we're all calling for his head right now. Span Dan, please say it. Please say it. Say those words. (laughs) I will be Mourinho out. If and only if you tell me a replacement that is better than Jose Mourinho. So I'm still waiting in the chat. Give me a better replacement. And you can't say Antonio Conte because Conte is not going to coach us at this point in the season. Conte wants the training camp and he wants all that stuff because he doesn't want to embarrass himself. He wants to have a clean slate. So give me a guy who can replace Mourinho right now and maybe I will consider Mourinho out. I don't know. Let's Maybe De Rossi. If we're going to lose, at least lose with the Rossi. Uh, let's go. Move on here. We didn't have the depth seasons past, and he complained about the depth. Now we have the depth, and we are 16th after fifth, after five games. So that's Matthew Scheriati. Completely agree with Matthew. Like that, That's a clear point right there. We didn't have the depth. Mourinho complained. Now we have depth, and we're still crap. If, if anything, we're even worse. So at some point, <laughs> guys... At some point, something has to give here. Like, I understand everyone's arguments. I understand everyone has their own opinion. And that's the beautiful, you know, thing about sports. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I may not agree with all of you guys, but I do respect your opinions, okay? Um, But I, I completely agree with Matthew here. Same thing as Mourinho complaining after last game saying, oh, we play on the, we play Thursday and Sunday. We have no rest. This is why we have depth, okay? If you're not able to figure it out and win matches, even though you don't have a lot of rest, then what what kind of coach are you at this point? Like, all we do is make excuses. And I'll go back to the Europa League final with Anthony Taylor, that petzl de merde. Yes, it was a penalty. Yes, the man is an idiot. Yes, he's one of the worst referees in the world. But why are we depending on a penalty to win a match? I understand it's a final. I understand it's hard and, you know, you're barely going to score goals in finals. It's so tight of a match. I understand. But why are we depending on one penalty to win a match? How about we win it with an excellent, you know, performance? And then I'm not even going to mention who took the penalties in that final because that was atrocious. I don't know who decided on these guys taking the PKs, but that's a whole nother discussion for a whole nother day. We had three center backs take penalties. And I don't know how we expect to win when that happens. Um, Span Dan once again. Roma is not a big team. Only two players are worthy, and those two are also rejects of big teams. The whole team is built on either rejects or scraps. That's fair, but I'll tell you this: if Roma put Lorenzo Pellegrini on for sale right now, if Roma put Cristante on sale right now, if Roma put Spinazzola on sale right now, I'll tell you there's gonna be a lineup of teams ready to buy these guys. So what does that tell you? Same goes for a lot of guys. You know, like, I'm sure teams want Tibala. I'm sure teams want Lukaku. You put Zalewski up, someone's going to want him. I'm telling you guys. Bove, someone's going to take him. We make it seem like Roma has no players, and, and we constantly say the same thing. Roma has no players. Mourinho's players are shit. Roma's so bad of a team. But again, I'm going to go back to my original argument. 
How is Torino winning matches? How is Genoa winning matches? How is Lecce winning matches? How is Brighton winning matches? How did Leicester City win uh, the Premier League that time? And I understand they had Mares and Vardy, but at the, Roma has Dybala, Lukaku, Pellegrini, Cristante. Like, we have players too. So at some point, you have to stop blaming the players because shit teams can get good results. It doesn't matter who you have. You have to play in a way that, you know, makes the players you do have play to the best of their ability. That's the simplistic answer to this. At some point, you have to blame the coaching and you have to blame the formation and the style of play and the system and all the mechanics that go into our attack. Do Roma, like, what, are, what, are, what do Roma do in training? Do we just chip it to Lukaku's chest and try to play off him? Or is there other ways to attack? Is, if Lukaku's covered, are we practicing on how to adapt and attack if Lukaku's covered? I don't know. I'm not in the training sessions, but there are so many ways to exploit other defenses, and we never seem to be able to do it. If we're losing one game here, one game there, two games here, two games there, okay, as long as we're consistently winning matches, that's all I care about. And at the same time, if we're playing beautiful attacking football that actually gets you know Romanisti out of their seats and helps them enjoy the game, that's all I care about. Now, many of you are going to take what I just said and say, oh, but you don't win when you play that kind of football. I disagree. I think you do win matches. You lose and you win. But at the same time, you're winning more consistently and you're getting the fans out of their seats and the players on your roster are excited to jump on the field. They're not timid and worried about doing this or that. They're excited. They play the game that they loved since they were a kid and you can see the passion in their eyes. They put their heart on the pitch when this, when you play like this. Right now, we're playing a system that's like boring and I feel like it drains the soul out of our players. Okay, it's Mourinho's fault, and, and Niello says it's Mourinho's fault that Rui is playing. Yeah, but I like I, trust me, <laughs> I hate uh, Rui Patricio more than anybody. I was calling for Svilar when the season started. Everybody laughed at me. Two games later, Rui screws it up twice in a row, and look at us. But I'm not blaming today on Rui Patri Patricio whatsoever. You can't blame it on Rui tonight. At the end of the day, it's been the constant theme for Roma. We cannot attack. We have no ideas on the pitch. And it's just getting worse and worse, guys. I don't know what else to say. Just sending a text. My apologies. Okay, moving on. I agree. Joseph, Conte, but he probably won't come. He probably end up with Pirlo. Won't come, probably end up with Pirlo. You want Pirlo. I don't know about Pirlo, man. Sola, teams are built on chemistry, and this was disrupted by Matic's departure and smalling aging. I don't know if we can say our chemistry is broken apart because Matic screwed us and left. That's another thing. Why did Matic leave? If Matic was so happy with his team, why did he leave? Of course, you can say $3 million for three years. That's why he left, and I'm sure that's probably the majority of the reason. At his age, getting $3 million for three-year contract is amazing and you get to go to france and live beautifully same as italy but i don't think roma were going to offer this guy three million a season so he took advantage um four at the back with Svilar starting i would have started Svilar a long time ago but at the same time guys the the amount of matches we saw from Svilar, it's not too impressive <laughs> i don't know if he's better or worse than rui at this point because you know, if you think about the uh, Europa League match, Svilar went flying into a guy running into the 18 and almost caused the, 
uh, a penalty, right? So I don't know which way to go anymore, but maybe we'll go with youth. We'll let Svilar play. I'm kind of sick of seeing Patricio in goal, so maybe that's the best way forward. Mourinho, this is from Pankaj. Mourinho should stay. Um, Mourinho should stay and Pellegrini should be kicked out in the winter window. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to sell Pellegrini. Um, I'll tell you what, if there's a big offer for Pellegrini, we should definitely consider it because this team needs different midfielders. We need guys who are able to run from fucking 18-yard box to 18-yard box. We need guys who we can depend on that aren't going to be injured every other week. Like, I swear, the amount of times Pellegrini's gone to play for Italy and have been sent home right after is is crazy to even think about. Like, this guy's always injured. And when he does play, as much as I love Pellegrini and want him to do well, it's just not happening. And maybe one of you can explain to me why we would ever start Pellegrini right now. I was dying for Pellegrini to play today because I'm a hopeful person. I, I'm, I Maybe I'm a hopeless romantic, and, and I, I'm dying to see our Capitano, who was a ball boy for Totti, finally come into his own and be that captain we desperately need. But I don't know if that's ever going to happen, guys. I'm going to be honest. Like We hope and we hope and we hope, but when is it truly going to happen? Uh, let's see. Next we have... Mourinho should stay. Pellegrini kicked. So Ivano, one of uh, the big Lupo TV supporters, the OG, Ivano Cardone, a project with scouting and players that want to fight for this shirt. Absolutely. I miss the days when we had Sabatini finding these talents, Marquinhos and all these guys. When's the last time we made a signing that ended up being fantastic? A player we bring in for $5 million that just bursts into the scene and ends up being good. We got rid of so many players over the years. It just breaks me like Salah, Rudiger. These are players you never get rid of any day of the week. Uh, Cristante, captain. I mean, yeah, you can say that, but Mancini's also playing his heart out. I'm not going to get too hard on Mancini either. Ivano, we were walking on the field today. <laughs> we were walking on the field today. We're fucking Roma, not Ascoli. <laughs> I don't know, man. I have the same thoughts. Like, we're a Roma. You're the capital city in Italy. At some point, something has to happen that's going to show the world how important this city is. Like, we're a Roma. We're not just some small-tier team. Like, it just drives me crazy, guys, honestly. Um, the worst part of having a bunch of loan players, they know they are going back next season, whatever happens. That's one of my biggest things with Christensen. This is a lone player. You have Karsdorp, who is actually part of this team. Why in the hell is Karsdorp not playing instead of Christensen? Now, we know Mourinho had a spat with uh, Karsdorp, right? God knows what was said. God knows what happened. But something's weird there because... I think if you ask 10 people, 10 Romanisti, who would you rather have, Karsdorp or Christensen on the pitch? I think about eight of them are going to say Karsdorp, right? So, <laughs> I don't know, man. Something's weird there. Firing squad for the whole defense. Ivano broke his remote. I almost jumped out a window, so I hear you there. Um, Don't know why Zaluski is not playing. He has been awful.com. Okay. Forza Lota. Please, bro, who cares about Roma? I want to hear something about AC Milan. 
AC Milan is better than Roma. That's all you get from today, buddy. Palote Cristante are the only people that actually want to be on the pitch. It's 100% true. Like, if you look at everybody as a whole, who's working hard, who actually looks like they want to be there, it's always going to be Balotti. It's always going to be Cristante. Most times it's Mancini, but these days he looks a little weird. He, he Like, the last couple of games, he looks like he's busting his ass, but there's something in his mind that's, like, holding him back. I don't know. That's just – excuse me. That's just the uh, the feeling I get with Mancini. Sola, once again, the issue is that the mentality or natures of the players are they are not fighters. A lot of them take things a bit too easy, and that has affected how they go into duels and challenges. Yeah, I, I can agree with that too. Like a lot of these players, they're not built the way Jose Mourinho needs players to be built. I think he's used to the players of old that can, you know, take a guy yelling in their face and it actually motivates them. These days, a coach yells in your face, these guys are like, mm, let me go home to my wife and my kids and go cry. That's what happens. The, the, the warriors of old are, are passing away, and you have to coach these guys in another way. You have to be their friend at this point and tell them everything's okay and just try to motivate them because, you know, money's everywhere right now. You can go to Saudi Arabia for $10 million a season, and that's it. But Roma needs to find players who actually love the beautiful game. They have passion for the game, and, um, you know, they want to actually – put their heart and soul on the line. Like we had Asmoon come into this team and say, I'm ready to die for Roma. I haven't seen that on the pitch. I just see him like flopping around, walking out there, but that's just my opinion. Uh, four defenders with snail defenders. Forget it. So again, four defenders, everyone says we're too slow. We can't defend with four at the back. I don't believe that at all. We can barely win a match at this point. We kicked a shit out of Empoli because it was one of those games where everything clicked and we had Renato Sanchez. Four at the back, I'm doing it every single time. It's time to attack. It's time to score more than the opponent. That's the only way we're going to win. Last season, our defense was solid. Same goes for the first season. So we were able to win matches and squeak them out here and there. This season, our defense is... It's been decent. But at the same time, we're not able to score goals anymore. And we are letting in more goals than last season. So at this point, score more. Then the opponent, attack, attack, attack. And that's the only way out of this, in my opinion. And we need the coaches to develop a new style of play, show the players how they can create space, show the players how they can go connecting with passes and get into the other opposition's 18. I just feel the players are depending on their own mindset to attack. They don't have any ideas from the coaching staff to basically – you know, pass here, pass there, overlap. Like in training, you have to talk about this. Like I can talk about this all day, but again, I'm not in training sessions with these guys. I don't know what they're practicing, but you have to develop a way of playing that's going to work. Like there's no fluidity. It doesn't look like we practice any playing styles in training. It just looks like we practice our, like our formation and staying intact and the center backs are connected to the midfielders and we shift. Like there's nothing in the offensive phase of the match. Roma needs to practice this. Like go to Lukaku, lay it off. Who, where do we go next? Wide. This guy cuts here. He passes here. We overlap. Like we need to practice the fluidity of our attack. We need new ideas. We need new plays, new positions. There has to be a new formation. And maybe it's time to start playing Pagano. Maybe it's time to start playing Bove. We need new ideas, new players with energy, with passion, guys that are willing to fight for the shirt until the final whistle 
bleeding out of their nose, dirt all over their freaking uniforms, everything. Because when it comes to skill and, you know, playing the status quo, it's clearly not working. Mourinho needs to do something. I don't even know if Mourinho did his press conference. I'll take a look now. Maybe I'll read out some of his quotes. But as it stands now, I do not know what to say. Roma fans call out Mourinho. Yeah, I don't see any of Mourinho's comments. I guess you guys can let me know in the chat if uh, he actually had his post-game uh, press conference. I'm not even sure, but I'll just keep reading comments for now. Uh, let's see. If we don't change Ivano, if we don't fucking change this disgusting formation, I'm going to take a flight to Rome and start protesting at Trigoria. What effing stability do we have with this formation? Mourinho needs to wake the F up. It's, he's 100% right, guys. I've been calling for this for a while. I post my four-to-back formations on Twitter. Then there's the wise guys that say, oh, you should go coaching then. Oh, you're not even a coach. What do you know about football? Go play FIFA. It's the same shit every time. But then what kills me is these same people are then trying to tell me what Roma needs to do in order to win. So on one hand, you're saying you're not a coach, you know nothing. But then on the other hand, you're trying to tell me how Roma should play which means you're acting like a coach, which means you're contradicting everything, being a hypocrite. But I digress. Moving on to the next comment. Uh, Sola, once again, <laughs> Span Dan, please say it, please say it. I already told you, man. Give me a manager to replace Jose Mourinho with, and I will happily say Mourinho out. Until then, you know, I would rather choose a guy who's won every trophy known to football than have some guy who's basically going to make things worse. So, Pellegrini, Spinazzola, even Cristante at times. Indica loses the ball frequently. The players at times aren't thorough with intensity. The team is still trying to build rhythm. Money, Mat, build rhythm. We, <laughs> You know how far along we are in the season already, man? We're almost into October. If they can't build rhythm by now, I don't know what to tell you. These guys are in training every day. We've played Europa League matches. Like, maybe do a retiro and let these guys uh, bunk together and sleep together. I don't know what to tell you. But if you don't have chemistry now, there's issues. All of these guys are professional players. The fact that you train with these guys for two weeks, that's enough to build the chemistry, in my opinion. Maybe you don't love the guy. Maybe you don't invite him over for Christmas or, you know, whatever. But there is enough time to build chemistry. These are professional players. They all have been through, you know, so much in their career, in their lives, where they know and have played with new players constantly. They know how to adapt and build chemistry. Like, they're all footballers at the end of the day. Chemistry only goes so far. We rely too much on Lubala. We have solid attackers, El Shirawe, Balati, Azmoun. Well, I'll tell you, El Shirawe last game was invisible, and I didn't like his game at all. Lukaku and Dybala are going to be our, our two main pieces, and I feel we actually do have to depend on them. But again, we don't play in a way that opens up space for them. We don't play in a way where they're able to showcase their abilities to the best of their ability. So, you know, we got to figure it out. I think four at the back is our best bet. Put Dybala, Lukaku in the areas up top. If you have to put Balotti in there, figure it out. Put Dybala right behind them. And, you know, find ways to attack, find ways to win. This is why Mourinho gets paid $13 million and I'm here doing a video. Like, <laughs> I go crazy over this, but, you know, he gets the money. He has the experience. Figure it the fuck out because we cannot move on like this with three at the back, 
doing the same old shit that never works. It's not going to happen if he just continues the same way. He needs to adapt. He needs to swallow his pride a little bit, Jose, and get results because it's not working right now. And it hasn't been working since last season late. Again, I know we went to the finals of Europa League, but that isn't enough. When you're, what is it again? Sorry, four, seven, and seven in the last 18 matches. Four, seven, and seven. How the hell are you going to be a top club? How the hell are you going to fight for Champions League? How the hell can you sit in a press conference as Jose Mourinho and say, yes, in December, we're going to be much higher in the table, so don't even look at it right now. And then go out and lose to Genoa. How the hell can we even... It's mind-boggling to me. I, I can't even... Okay, Forza Lota. Bro, let's talk about AC Milan. <laughs> I'm not talking about Milan, man. Holy shit. Um, Did I skip something? Hold on, guys. I got to scroll back up. Nah, da, 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 da. Oh, my God. You guys are commenting. <sighs> okay. Da, 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 da. Third season with a lot of lone players. Okay, again with these lone players. Should never have gotten rid of Ibanez. You know, at the same time, Ibanez is very, very mistake prone. He <laughs> $30 million for Ibanez. I personally take that every any day of the week. It doesn't matter. Uh, Tony Stefano, give it time. How much more time can you give when we're 17th in the table after six matches? Any more time and we'll be seriously worrying about relegation? 100%. My man, Tony, understands, okay? How much more time can we possibly afford to lose? Like, we have to make decisions right now, guys. This is this is where we're at. You cannot afford to keep waiting. But at the same time, the Friedkins are not getting rid of Mourinho. I just think, if you're Dan and Ryan Friedkin, right? You spend so much time and effort on Lukaku. You spend so much time and effort on uh, Dybala. You're literally putting all your cards on the table to help Roma win. And if you're them right now, you're panicking. You're starting to think, okay, Mourinho tells me all this stuff, but is he the right man for the job? Because that's their money on the line. It's their team. So at some point, I think the Friedkins are going to start sweating, and I think it starts right now. If not, maybe last game too, because we're going down and down here. Mourinho football, Dex says, will never be beautiful. If you want beautiful football, don't hire Mourinho. Zaniolo issue wasn't because of Mourinho. Yeah, I never said it was part of Mourinho. I'm I'm just wondering why that happened. And, you know, obviously Mourinho is a factor because if you're a player and you love the coach, you're not going anywhere, right? So I'm not sure what it was. Zaniolo wanted more money. Maybe that was it. We didn't give it to him. But at the same time, when you score two goals a season, I don't think you deserve lots of money, right? So um, we need top-notch defenders to build and support attacks. You also need quality midfielders that are mobile, dynamic to compete in the midfield. Consider what Renato Sanchez absolutely. Renato Sanchez is exactly what this team needs. When Renato Sanchez plays, we are a team that is actually fluid. Like we have all of the pieces we need to win matches when Renato Sanchez is in the game. But that goes to show why don't we have a backup in the same style of player as Renato Sanchez? If we have to freaking Bring nine Golan in and let them freaking smoke cigarettes on the sideline. I think that may be our best bet. At least he's going to get results. We have nobody like Renato Sanchez on this team. If you have to play Brian Cristante in that position, maybe that's our best option because, hey, at least he scores goals. I think um, Cristante has scored more goals than Pellegrini has in a long time, right? So 
I don't know. We, like I said, guys, if I'm coaching this team, I'm laying everything on the line. I'm doing anything I can to change, modify, and create a way for this team to win. There has to be new ideas. There has to be different ways for this team to take advantage of what's going on and play players that haven't played. Play a Pagano. Play a Bove. Put Zalewski in the attack. Put Spinazzola left wing. You have to try something. You know, maybe what I'm saying is so outlandish and crazy, but at the same time, that's what it takes to win. You have to change something. If we go three at the back next match, I think a bunch of Romanisti are going to lose their shit because how at this point do you not see what's going on and adapt? Something has to give, and Roma absolutely need to be better than this. Uh, Solo Lazio last year made... Yeah, again, Joseph with a great point. Lazio last year made top four with garbage defenders. Who the hell is Lazio to make top four last season? Sadi's a good coach. I'm not going to compare him directly to Mourinho. That's not why what I'm trying to do here. But if Lazio can make Champions League, if Lazio can beat uh, Napoli, like, this goes back to my point. There are many shit teams in Syria who are playing well, who can beat the big teams. Sassolo has just beaten Inter Milan and Juventus. Who the hell does Sassolo have? I'll tell you who they have, though. They have a great coach who's able to adapt. Moving on. Zaniolo was awful. People wanted him out as he was very selfish. Now you want Zaniolo. Hey, listen. Zaniolo would be crucial on this team. I don't want him back because he's a piece of shit and he stabbed us in the back and he has no respect for the badge. But the way he plays, the speed he brings, the strength he has is exactly what Roma would need in this point of the season and it's exactly what they need in their game. We have nobody who can dribble the ball up the pitch with speed and with power and shield their defenders and open up space for Lukaku and Dybala to you know, do their thing. We have Spinazzola taking his guy 1v1 going to the corner flag. Nobody can actually beat their man, cut inside with power, run towards the 18-yard box, scare the defense, link up with the strikers, and put the fear of God into these defenders. And that's what that's what, that's what what the difference is. It's the same way when Genoa scored. Their player cut into the middle, went powerful through the middle. He pushed it right inside. They did a nice give-go, chested by Retega, and boom, goal. That's exactly what we need to do. We don't have players who are excited to beat their man inside and take the ball to the net. We have guys who beat a guy and say, oh, I'm scared now. Let me pass backwards. We're like literally back passing FC. It drives me nuts. We have a counterattack. Like we should be sprinting forward with everything we have and we'll pass it backwards. <sighs> okay, let's see. What else we got here from you guys? Spinozola is fast when he wants to be. He was faster before the injury, Spinazzola. I'll tell you that much. We sold six wingers in two years, Marco says, since Jose came to Roma. Yeah, we got rid of a lot of speed. I'm not sure why Mourinho wanted to do that, but here we are now with no speed, no ideas, no ability to attack, nothing. Musab says, Mourinho out, Lupo in. Hey, I fully agree, man. You, you put me in charge of Roma, guys. We're going to get results. I'll tell you guys right now. You know what the sick part of what I just said is? I truly believe it. <laughs> um, Oxy, we mad as hell in Atlanta. Yeah, literally, man. Fuck. Stay in your house. Close the windows in Atlanta. Fuck. I have a garbage can in front of my house, Marco says. I can bring tomorrow to Rome to put it instead of Joseph. 
Oh man, you're gonna put the garbage can on our bench. You think you'd make better decisions <laughs> decisions than Mourinho? This has no, Sola once again. This has nothing to do with Jose fan or not. There are imbalances in the team that haven't been addressed. If you want to blind yourself to that, that's fine. The potential is there, just chemistry. But again, Sola, isn't it Mourinho's job to take those imbalances and make them a success? Isn't it his job to find consistency, play the right players, create the dynamic of the team in order for them to perform? That's literally the job of the manager. It's it's his job to help Roma win matches. It's not his job to sit there and go put his hands in the air and say, oh, I don't have the players. Oh, I don't have this. Oh, I don't have that. It's literally, he gets paid 13 million uh, euros a season in order to make this work, in order to win matches and on and on. You know, like I'm sure he helps Pinto. I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain Pinto isn't signing all these players by himself. It's always Jose Mourinho making the phone call to bring these players in. So we can't blame Pinto. We can't pretend Jose Mourinho has no say in who comes into the squad. There's been two transfer windows now where we actually really needed to make changes. And what have we seen, guys? What have we seen? <sighs> Jose has been outplayed by every coach in Serie A. Yes, if Roma weren't on financial fair play ban, there wouldn't have been Jose getting to two finals has put a lot of pressure on the team. I disagree with you again, Sola. Just because we get into uh, Europa League finals doesn't mean there's pressure on the team. There's always been pressure on Roma. Since the old days, <laughs> Roma have always had pressure on them to do well to make Champions League. It's not an exclusivity to Jose Mourinho. We've always had this pressure on us. There's always been the saying that Roma, the players can't perform well because they're under pressure. And that was years and years before Jose Mourinho. Playing with this formation with half-assed wingbacks. Yeah, I agree. Change the formation. What the fuck are we doing? We don't have fast players. We don't have Di Marco, like, who's fantastic, the best crosser I've seen in years. We don't have Dumfries, who's able to pound up and down the pitch. We had an opportunity to sign Adama Traore, but we didn't do it for some strange reason. I don't know what to tell you guys. What do you think about Paladino? Maybe. I don't know. Like it's it's a tough one on there for sure. Cristante should be attacking mid. Yeah, that's what I said. If Renato Sanchez isn't playing, maybe Cristante is a good option. But then again, you have Paredes. And I always say put Pellegrini in the actual midfield. Let him work defensively like he used to do back in the day with Sassolo. But everyone gets mad at me. Everyone says Pellegrini is an attacking player. Yada, yada, yada. But where is he attacking? He can't even demand. The thing with Pellegrini is he's a bit of a pussycat, okay? He needs to demand the ball. He needs to run to the guy and say, give me the fucking ball. But he doesn't do that. He's too nice. I don't know what it is with the guy. Maybe it's the new contract. I don't know what to tell you, but he's just too much of a nice guy. He needs to get out there. He needs to say, give me the ball. He needs to be hungry to prove himself, to show his worth to the world. But he doesn't do that. He just accepts the situation. He tries his best. He tries to be the captain. He says, diamo, diamo, before the game. But that's about it. On the pitch, you don't see the capitano you want to see. You don't see the hunger. You don't see the fight. That's my biggest issue with Pellegrini. He needs to demand the ball. He needs to be a jackass. And he needs to battle out there. <sighs> Sometimes nice players like this, nice guys, nice personalities, they tend to lose their edge a little bit because they're not that type of guy. Pellegrini, the only way he's going to find his game again is to get angry, get mean, and you know, stop, drop the friendship with all these guys on the team and be an asshole and demand the ball and 
you know, when I say asshole, I don't mean tell a guy to go screw himself. I just mean be a little selfish. Say, give me the damn ball when I'm ready. And that's it. That's the best way to lead the team. And that's the best way to perform. You got to be hungry. You got to want the ball. Worst start since 2010. Yep. This is one of Roma's worst starts in God knows how long. Maybe it is 2010, but it's getting pretty damn embarrassing, guys. A team like Roma with Dybala and Lukaku can't even beat Genoa or Torino? God help me. Uh, Lorenzo should never wear the jersey again. That's our captain, Christian. While I might actually agree with you, <laughs> I don't know how long we can wait. In my opinion, you put Pellegrini off the bench co consistently until you actually see some kind of flair to this guy. Somebody has to light a fire under his ass. And if it's going to be starting from the bench, that's the way it needs to be. Marco, Jose Boyce cry about him having at Roma only rejects from other clubs, but Jose himself got sacked by all big clubs because he was rubbish. Jose came to Roma only because no one else wanted him. You know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a good point. Um, Jose Mourinho has had great players in the past. Tottenham, he had good players. He didn't make it happen. You know, they fired him before, excuse me, one of the finals, but I don't know. It's definitely a good point, Marco. Like, we, all these guys make excuses saying Mourinho has no players. Mourinho has no players. Mourinho has no... Again, I'm going to keep going back to my original argument. How are the shit teams in City are winning matches? How is Der Zerbi with Brighton playing well? There are so many teams in the world of football that do not have quality players that continuously win matches. So Roma are not an outlier, you know? Like, there has to be something wrong. I personally think it's the way we play. It's too boring. It's without ideas. It's too defensive. It's too old school. We have to progress. We have to learn how to play in this day and age. And you need to attack, attack, attack. And you have to instill in people's minds, players on the field, that they have to attack. Don't be scared to lose the ball. We can barely win a match. If you're scared to lose the ball, we're going to lose more matches. Trust yourself, trust your teammates, give and goes all over the pitch, create beautiful football, okay? That's the way forward. And if we can't do that, we're going to continue to lose. We're not going to scare anybody. The defense from other teams are going to be calm, cool, and collected because, hey, we play Roma today and they can't do shit. If we start making key passes, being creative, building the magic, bringing back La Magica, the other team is going to be scared. They're going to be hesitant. They're not going to push on the ball when we have it. They're going to give us room and they're going to give us space because they're worried that we're going to beat them. That's when the best stuff happens. That's when you start scoring goals and you get room. If we're not going to scare our opponents, there's really no hope. Like we're not, we're not going to be able to win matches and score goals and do all these things if the other team isn't even worried about us because we don't take on our man. We don't beat anybody. All we do is give it to Lukaku. He lays it off to Dybala, and that's it. All you got to do as a defense is just go on Lukaku. He lays it off. Stand back like this. That's all you got to do. That's simply all you have to do. <sighs> Most boring tactics ever, says Tyler. This team could be down 3 nothing every game, and they would do nothing but back passes and garbage. You can come in, all right. Just uh, I'm almost done. We're just going crazy here. Um, next we have Sotil, coach of Udinese, or Sassolo coach. Yeah, but at the same time, these guys are coaching right now. They're not going to leave their teams mid-season to come to Roma. Um, 
not Conte something different. But if Mourinho goes, then Pinto must go too. Put both of these guys in a gift basket. Put it on a plane and get them out of here. I don't care if they both have to go. Why are you laughing? <laughs> what is the nature of depth? Are you for real? I don't know what that means. Yeah, Pinto and Jose out. Yeah, send them together, guys. Like At the end of the day, Pinto makes excuses just as much as the next guy. We haven't brought in good players in a long time. If they both have to go together, then so be it. What depth? Bro, please be real. What depth? Where were they today? Injured at home. Hey, man, at the same time, we have we have guys, okay? We can't sit here and pretend we don't have depth when we do. Like, we're always scared to play Pagano. The guy's probably better than three-quarters of our team, but we just let him rot on the bench. I know he's 18 years old, but if he's going to give a certain level of play better than the guys that we depend on, like Pellegrini and these bums, then we got to do it. Um, put it in your heads. Marco says wasted at least 20 players since he came to Roma, Jose, because of his ego. Now he cries about not having a bench. You know, Marco is right too. Like we've gotten rid of so many players to, you know, satisfy Mourinho. And a lot of these guys would help us right now. Let's be honest. Uh, Cortez and the crown wait for Pochettino to get sacked. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't like Pochettino, man. This guy talks too much. I don't like this guy. Keep him away from my team, please. Um, Sola, a lot of teams would want to buy Cristante, but no Pellegrini, and not Dybala, and not Renato, and also not Pellegrini. You're telling me teams wouldn't want Paulo Dybala? No team is going to want Paulo Dybala. Honestly, I, I have to go to the next comment because I just do not agree with that. Tyler, it's all tactical. The struggles, it's trash. Yeah, I agree 100%. There's no tactics. We literally, it's like we put 11 guys on a pitch and we just say, go play. Make sure to defend though. There's no creativity. There's no fluidity. There's no ideas out there. And it all comes back to the tactics. You got to go into the training sessions and you got to develop a way to get these players into space. You got to create things. You got to build game plans, certain plays in order to progress the ball up the pitch. If we're not doing that, we're never going to score goals. I'm ready for City of B, baby. Get it on. <laughs> if we go to City of B, guys, I don't know, man. Uh, there's going to be a news report. Lupo jumps off building. Sola, we aren't saying that coaching is perfect. The three goals were set pieces. Roma were outplayed. But the problem is, Sola, we're continuously outplayed. And I hate to say it, but we've been outcoached this entire season. Oxy, we better beat Lazio this year. Uh, God help us. I don't know, guys. We can barely beat uh, teams that are probably going to be last in the city out this season. So this team, this team needs Mickey. Mkhitaryan wanted three point five million a season. That's why he went to Inter. Roma didn't want to pay that much. The rest is history. So maybe it comes down to money or Mourinho not pushing his foot down and saying, "No, I need this player, or else I walk," or something like that. Right? Like if he really wants Mkhitaryan, he's not leaving the team. Let's be honest. I think something was lost in the locker room, hence why Matic is gone. Something's wrong, but again, guys, Matic took $3 million for three years at 35 years old. He's never going to get that money ever again. It's another opportunity to solidify his financial situation as well as support his family in the future. So at that point, it's completely understandable. It's a dick move. He's a piece of shit, but it is what it is. Um, It's still early... Jake says, but at this point, I don't see this much of a drastic change to make a European spot by the end of the season. 
especially with this coach and these tactics. At this point, I'd give DDR a shot, Daniel De Rossi. I'd rather watch him lose his shit on the sidelines than this bullshit we've had to witness lately. Buddy, honestly, that's that's one of my only options. Like, if we're going to get rid of Mourinho right now, it's not. I don't know if it's going to be the best idea, but I'll tell you right now, if De Rossi comes in, these guys are going to be scared shitless. They're not, De Rossi's a bigger Roma fan than I think anybody in the entire world right now. And there's no way these Roma players... Um, Sorry, I just got a text. A little distracting. There's no way these Roma players are going to play the same way they are now with Daniela De Rossi. The respect guys like Pellegrini, Cristante, Pove are going to have with a guy like De Rossi is next level. Not to, not to say they don't have respect for Jose Mourinho, which they completely should. But in my opinion, when it comes to Roma and being a Romanista, there's nobody like Daniela De Rossi when it comes to passion, grinta, and leaving your heart and soul on that pitch. At the very end of the day, Jose Mourinho, he's not a he's not a footballer, okay? Excellent coach, excellent man, yada, yada. But he's not a footballer. De Rossi is, and he can really relate to the players in that sense. Um... God, da, 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 da. what do we got here? Yep, I agree. Marco says, yep, I agree. Players look like they don't know what to do. No ideas. Like they're doing nothing in practice. I agree with that. Like I've said, do you think we should permanently sign Lukaku from Chelsea? If I'm Roma, I'm doing everything possible to sign Lukaku no matter what. Even if we get another coach, Lukaku is a player that Roma absolutely needs. He did score today in fairness, but it was offside. It was an excellent finish. He didn't even think twice about it too. So, you know, if I'm Lukaku, I don't know. I'm a little worried right now seeing Jose Mourinho like this. If he doesn't care about Mourinho and he's just here to play and he loves the fans and he loves the way it's going, like I would do whatever I possibly can to sign Lukaku, Dybala, hold on to these guys tight. At some point, we have to stop getting rid of the best players on our team. You got to keep the quality players no matter what. No matter what happens, keep your quality players. That's all I got to say because in the last years, we've lost so many quality players. Roma would be such a good team if we kept our players. I don't care how much money comes along unless you're like Lorenzo Pellegrini who can barely put in a decent performance these days. Do not sell your players. Do you think we should permanent? I'm so miserable, man. Vincent, buddy, I've been talking to you lately too. Oh my God. This is terrible. It's it's miserable. It's depressing. Being on this stream is it feels helpful because I'm venting to you guys. But later on, I'm gonna be pretty freaking pissed. I think I'm gonna go drinking with my uh, girlfriend later tonight. So, <laughs> so maybe that helps me get some alcohol in me and try to forget all this. But uh, I'll tell you right now, it's not gonna happen. Uh, Mourinho has never liked three at the back. He plays this based on the weaknesses in the team. He wouldn't stick to just three for his entertainment. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, he needs to realize that three at the back isn't working. And he needs to put on his coaching hat and say, how can I make four at the back work with the players I do have at my disposal? That's his job. That's why he gets paid $13 million a season. If I got paid $13 million a season, there's nothing I wouldn't do to help this team win. I don't know if Mourinho's at the end of his career. He doesn't care enough anymore. I even see clips of Mourinho in the past, like the the look in his eye, there's fire. I don't see that same fire anymore. I just see a coach who's defense. He's always on the defense. He's always like angry at people for coming after him. He needs to prove it on the pitch. That's what it comes down to. 
You guys are judging Sanchez for a single game against a rival about to sack its manager. That's fair, Cortez. That's very fair. We are panicking because we have Loki aiming for this. Nobody's aiming for the Scudetto, Sola. All we want is top four. At the very end of the day, all we want as Roma fans is top four. Trust me. Nobody thinks we're winning the Scudetto. I don't know who told you that. I don't know, you know, if anybody has said that. But, like, trust me, the majority of Romanisti, they want Champions League. They don't want anything else. I'll tell you right now. Riley Adamo. I don't know why you're not in this freaking stream, but he says, Sack Jose. Ciao, Jose. Your time is up. So, obviously, there's some Romanisti out there that want Mourinho gone immediately. I don't know what to tell you guys, man. Like I said, if we have a, a replacement, if Daniele Di Rossi wants to come in and help us, maybe you consider getting rid of Jose Mourinho. It could really backfire, and this could be the season from hell, but I'll tell you guys. He'll bring in ideas. He'll bring in a passion unlike any other. Maybe he'll even bring freaking Totti to come help him on the bench, and maybe that's what we need at this point. The game against Empoli was extraordinary and a deflection to reality. 100%. Everyone was on cloud nine after that match versus Empoli. Um, and it was a little bit of false hope, like you said, right? So all of a sudden, everybody thinks we're the best, yada, yada, yada. It's Empoli. They could even had an off game, right? And Roma got a PK in the first minute. Obviously, at that point, Empoli are putting their heads down. And maybe that's the real reason. Um. <laughs> okay, so moving on in the comments. Uh, I wanted to buy the new kits this year, but now I'm feeling embarrassed. Fuck, I, I got a Dybala kit. It's beautiful. I'm happy I got it. I have no regrets, but I see what you mean. You're going to puke. Why am I going to puke? The slow release of the ball is also part of the problem. Our goals have come fast from passing the ball. Yeah, man. I just feel like you're defending Mourinho no matter any chance you get. Like Ancelotti was sacked everywhere, but still good coach. Yeah, I agree with that. Mourinho needs to hire a Mourinho need to hire a coach because he's not learning nothing to his players. Yeah, maybe like it's nothing against Mourinho too, right? Maybe it's just time for him to move on. Like it's I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I'm not saying he's you know, caused all this stuff on his own. I just think maybe it's run its course. Maybe it's time to go. And it, it's, a, it's really that simple. People move on, you know, with every beginning, there's an end, yada, 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 yada. Um, Mo reacted to the match. Check it out, Lupo. Oh, God, help me. I got to check this out. Maybe Prandelli, LOL, not perfect, but he was the opposite of Mourinho, similar to, no, Prandelli can stay on vacation. I don't know what that guy's doing, but after that stint with Italy, I never want to see this guy Ever again, honestly. My freaking laptop's gonna die. Give me a sec, guys. Ugh. Okay. Um, the Empoli match was Renato. Okay, let's check out Jose Mourinho's comments. You guys are telling me that he said something, eh? Okay, let's see. Give me a sec. Oh, I'm gonna lose my freaking mind, aren't I, guys? Okay, 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 okay. Let me move it here. All right, so Jose Mourinho reacted to the shocking display. At the end of the match, he says, I didn't talk to the players, and when I don't feel like analyzing the match and answering... Wait. 
I don't talk to the players. And when I don't, I don't feel like analyzing the match and answering the media's questions. We started badly. The first goal we conceded was bad, as was the one in Verona. We had a reaction after the equalizer. Lorente got hurt. And the structure of the team changed and got worse. At 2-1, Mancini was booked. And with his profile of the referee, we thought it would be right to change him. And for this reason, we changed the structure of the team again. After the offside goal, I felt we could have equalized. They were sitting low and we had the ball and dominated. Even if we didn't have the quality or opportunities, they closed down and we didn't have any changes with players capable of playing out wide. So don't put players out wide. Oh, God. At 3-1, the game is over. 4-1, and it is out of context. I don't want to say too many things, but people talked about Ibanez's mistake. Okay, so so now he's blaming everything on the on the Ibanez transfer. Oh, my God, man. Like, so what if Ibanez was injured for the whole year instead of being transferred? We, we would just lose every game? Like, I see what he's saying. We don't have a fast defender, and it's going to affect us, but... He always keeps going back to this freaking Ibanez. I don't want to say, but people talked about Ibanez's mistakes in some special matches, but he gave us incredible solidity on a defensive level. So basically, Ibanez, a guy that plays in Saudi Arabia, who basically got a red card, got a penalty, he lost the ball, and a guy from Saudi Arabia beat him with pace and scored. We need a guy like this in order to win matches? The, the, the excuses... <laughs> These are the excuses, guys, that drive me nuts, okay? Shit like this. I fully understand what he means. Uh, Ibanez is a player that can save us. He's quick. He's able to get into areas to boot the ball away. But to say <laughs> that we are losing matches because of Ibanez is absurd. So moving on, he gave us incredible solidity. You can see the difference in games one with and without Smalling. So why are we signing Smalling to a multi-year contract if he can't even stay healthy? When we lack players, we lack solidity. Every shot on goal is a goal, and I'm not talking about Rui Patricio. Hold on, guys. Just give me a second here. Let me put my screen uh, brightness down because you guys are just simply seeing my uh, bright face right now. Okay, okay, hold on. <laughs> Let me read this one more time. Um, um, where was I? Where was I? I don't want to say too many things. So he goes, when we lack players, we lack solidity. Every shot on goal is a goal, and I'm not talking about Rui Patricio. Maybe you guys can explain this one to me. I'm a little confused. If every shot on goal is a goal, how is it not Rui Patricio? Okay, anyways, it's the worst start to the season in my career, but it's also the first time in Roma's history that we made two consecutive European finals. <laughs> okay, so we have this season, and we're talking about European finals last season. One is a Mickey Mouse tournament, and the other we fought and clawed and deserved to be there, but it was not convincing whatsoever. We had to battle every match, and we didn't even play good football to get there. Then he says we actually didn't lose the final because of Anthony Taylor when we actually didn't play well enough in that match to win the game. Now he's saying, hey, you know, we suck this year, and it's the worst start of my career. But hey, at least we went to two European finals. When did you guys do that? 
that's a bunch of bullshit. I'm sorry, guys. That that's honestly ridiculous. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. Let me get back on track. There's still more quotes. Would you believe it? Still more quotes we got to read here. And I got to go soon, guys. I can't be here all night because I got people yelling at me to get off this thing. But uh, hold on a second. We'll keep going. Um, General played 48. Oh. <laughs> General played 48 hours before us and lost two players. Okay. Yesterday, there were five players in the league who got injured due to muscle problems, so it's nothing out of the ordinary. Lorente is also not completely healthy. He has a history of injuries. <laughs> he is frequently injured, and he has played three games in a row for me. It is not a big surprise. We are a team with qualities and defects. There is no time to cry, only internally because of my relationship with the supporters. It hurts me even more. It's not just a personal thing, but a general one. Tomorrow, we will get back to work. The next match is worth three points, not six, not seven, not eight. But it becomes very, very important for us to succeed. It becomes very important for us to succeed. It's always been very important for us to succeed. It doesn't become anything, Jose. Oh, Borgoli. Okay, okay. There's a lot to unpack there. Oh my word! Okay, hold on a second. Let's let's bring back the uh, the brightness here. <laughs> so, what are you guys thinking in the chat? What are you guys thinking about those comments? I think that's absolutely crazy what he's saying. He's basically blaming everything on uh, the fact that we play so many games, the fact that everybody's injury prone all the time, and on and on and on. There is always excuses from Jose Mourinho. There is always excuses. We can get Balotelli for free. Somebody said, "Yeah, but we have Lukaku now, so we don't really need Balotelli." Even has scored goals in the air, but that's a ridiculous excuse. I fucking tell you. And Greta over there, I told you. Yeah, man. It, it, it drives me crazy. Like, he does all the excuses in the book. We're tired. All my players are injured. But the thing that gets me the most is I brought you to the two European championships. You, who cares if this is the worst start of my career? Like, you got to be kidding me, man. Okay, guys, I think I'm going to end it off here. It's been How long has it been? To everybody in here right now, please give a thumbs up. Like this video so we can get more Romanisti in here. And then this channel will grow more. And then we could do more of these along the road. Because I'm sure as hell we're going to have another one of these match uh, post-match reactions together. And then I'm going to read out all your comments again. And then we're all going to go crazy once again together. So please give a thumbs up to the video. If you are new, please subscribe to the channel. I appreciate all the support you guys have been giving me this year. But um, I'll see you guys in the next video. Dia Roma. Um, we'll be back eventually. I'm not really sure what else to say, but um, there has to be changes. The excuses from Mourinho are unforgivable. You know, this guy has every excuse in the book. I don't. I really don't know what else to say, but... Um, it seems like the same story from Jose Mourinho every single time. Excuses, excuses, excuses. At some point, he has to say, it's my fault. I take the blame. I'm not, you know, changing things. I'm not adapting to what's happening. But, of course, it's always injury-prone players. Look what I did for you last time. You guys should shut up because I brought you to a Mickey Mouse trophy. It, it, it's truly astounding. Like, I don't even know what else to say right now, but...
it's just not good enough from Josie Mourinho. Those comments make me so mad. I, this is why I have to end the stream. I'm going to go crazy. But thank you guys again for uh, watching this video. I'll catch you guys in the next video. Die Roma. I'll see you guys on Twitter. I'll, I'll keep commenting there. But uh, that's all for tonight, guys. Ciao. Have a great night. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Die Roma. We'll figure this out. We'll be back. I, hopefully, we will, we will be back. Die Roma.